Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Born Again Club pod. My name is Troy Miller and I am your host of this show. Now, we have in the last couple of weeks been exploring the Bible. We've been exploring um, some of the books in the New Testament. We've gone through the book of Mark and we've also gone through the book of Acts or the Acts of the Apostles. Um, today we're just going to halt right there um, and we're just I've picked different parts out of the Bible to go through today so we're not going to be specifically in one book but I thought I would I would talk a little bit um, about the whole the God's promises I suppose and 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 like a lot of people have asked me Troy why are you a Christian like what's the point um, and you know it all comes back to God's forgiveness. It all comes back to forgiveness. Um, and, and, the, and the point of it being is that I believe well and truly, 100% in my heart, that God sent Jesus down to die on the cross to be resurrected um, for my sins. And all the Bible, the Bible teaches us that if you believe in your heart and you preach with your mouth your belief in Jesus, the Son of God, that he died on the cross for us and that he was resurrected and is now back up in heaven with God until he comes again, we will be saved and we will get to go to heaven. Now, my, I'm still new. I'm still, I'm still relatively new to the faith. So... There's still bits of me that have tried of try are trying to work out like is there still rules that we have to follow? And as far as I'm aware that um or as far as I'm concerned, we should try to live um as as close as we can to God's will. We should try to live um as purely as we can. Of course we're all gonna sin. We all sin every day. There's not one person alive today that does not sin. Um, the only person that didn't sin was Jesus Christ himself. He was pure. Um, so we, I feel like we have to live as, as closely to the rules and, and the will of God as we can, but also have that knowledge that if we believe and we speak about Jesus and, and we believe that God sent him down to die for us, that God's grace is so great that he forgives us and he says, come to me. Um, so I'm going to start today off, as I always do, with a prayer. So if you just bow your heads with me as I pray. Dear Heavenly Father, as I begin this podcast, I come before you with a heart full of gratitude and surrender. Thank you for the gift of life and for the opportunity that lie ahead. I invite your presence to be with me throughout this podcast, guiding me through my thoughts, words, and actions. Lord, I pray for wisdom and discernment as I navigate the challenges and decisions that come my way. Grant me clarity of mind and a heart aligned with your will. Help me to seek your guidance in all that I do, knowing that you are the source of true wisdom. Father, I surrender my plans and desires to you. May your purpose prevail in my life. 
Fill me with your Holy Spirit, empowering me to live a life that honors and glorifies you. Use me as an instrument of your love and of your grace, that I may reflect your character to those around me. Lord, I pray for strength and perseverance in the face of difficulties. Help me to trust in your provision and to find peace in your presence. When I am weary, remind me of your promises and grant me the strength to press on. May your grace be my sustenance. Father, I ask for your forgiveness for all my shortcomings and all my sins. Cleanse my heart and renew my spirit. Help me to extend forgiveness to others as you have forgiven me. Teach me to love unconditionally, to show kindness and to walk in humility. Lord, I lift up my loved ones to you. Surround them with your protection and fill their lives with with your blessings. May they experience your love and grace in a profound way. Use me as a vessel of your love to touch their lives and bring them closer to you. Finally, Father, I commit this podcast into your hands. May your presence go before me and may your peace be my guide. May I be a reflection of your love and light in this world. Thank you for your faithfulness and for hearing my prayers. In Jesus' great name, I pray. Amen. So, yes, as I have said, I'm going to uh, go into um, God's forgiveness, God's salvation. Um, So I just want to start off by saying to you today, we gather here to marvel at the profound truth of God's forgiveness and the incredible sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross for our sins. The depth of God's love and the magnitude of his grace are beyond human comprehension. Let us dive into the scriptures and explore the wondrous plan of salvation orchestrated by our Heavenly Father. So, I guess I'm going to go through some different sorts of um, aspects here, talking about the reality of sin and God's perfect justice. God's unfailing love and his plan for redemption, um, the incarnation of Jesus Christ, the sacrifice on the cross, the power of God's grace, um, and responding to God's forgiveness. Um, And then I'm going to go through some different Bible verses a bit later on um, that really help to, I guess, portray the message that Christianity is, that God wants all of his Christian followers to know. And that is the word, and that is the truth, and it is the only way. So, sin has infiltrated every aspect of our lives, tarnishing our relationship with God and separating us from His holy presence. Romans chapter 3, verse 23 reminds us, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Our sins deserve punishment. For God is perfectly just and righteous. So everything that we do falls short of the glory of God. Which means we have no right to go to heaven when we die. We have no right um, to be 
to be saved and offered heaven as a reward for the things that and not everyone has is committed like heinous crimes or have done horrible things um but this is to cover absolutely everyone no matter how big or small your sins are they all deserve punishment because god is perfect he is just and he is righteous despite our sinful nature God's love for us is unyielding and unconditional. For a very, very common Bible verse, you will all know, John chapter 3, verse 16 proclaims, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Out of his immeasurable love, God devised a plan to redeem us and restore our broken relationship with him. God loves us so much. He was like, I do not want the I do not want my creation, my my love to go to waste. I do not I do not want these guys to perish. So he devised a plan, and that included sending his only son down to earth to suffer, to suffer a horrible death on the cross for us, to to redeem us and restore the broken relationship with him. God's plan of redemption reached its climax in the incarnation of Jesus Christ. Philippians chapter 2 verses 6 through 8 describes Jesus' humble obedience stating, "Who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant." Being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on the cross. Jesus, the Son of God, took on human form, dwelling among us as a perfect representation of divine love and grace. On the cross, Jesus bore the weight of our sins and endured unimaginable suffering. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24 reminds us, He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. Through his sacrificial death, Jesus paid the price for our sins, offering us the chance to be reconciled with God. Isn't that just amazing? Isn't that just uncomprehensible? If you could put yourself in that situation and you were told you have to die for humanity, realistically, if you're being 110% honest with yourself, how many of you 
really ask yourself this question. How many of you would put yourself in that position and willingly die for the rest of humanity? Just really take that in. That That is how extraordinary our God is, how extraordinary Jesus Christ is. Salvation is a gift bestowed upon us by God's grace alone. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 through 9 states, For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Our salvation is not earned through our own efforts or merits, but is freely given by God through his unmerited favor. We are saved by his grace alone. So, could you imagine having so much grace that you just forgive absolutely anything? Absolutely anything. To receive God's forgiveness and experience the fullness of his grace, we must respond in faith. Romans chapter 10 verse 9 encourages us, If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Faith is the key that unlocks the door to God's forgiveness. We must believe in our hearts that Jesus is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again and confess with our mouths that he is our Lord and Saviour. God's forgiveness and the gift of salvation through Jesus Christ are too marvellous to fully comprehend. May we forever remain in awe of his unfathomable love and grace. Let us respond to his forgiveness with gratitude, faith, and a desire to live transformed lives that honor him. I just, I'd really love to um, say another prayer now. Just follow along with me. This is to thank God for his his salvation through grace and his forgiveness through Jesus Christ. Bow your heads with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I come before you with a heart filled with gratitude and awe. You are a God of mercy and love, and I am humbled by your forgiveness and salvation through Jesus Christ's sacrifice on the cross. Lord, thank you for the gift of grace that I do not deserve but freely receive through faith. Father, I acknowledge that I am a sinner in need of your forgiveness. I am grateful that you did not leave me in brokenness, but sent your son, Jesus, to pay the price for my sins. Through his death and resurrection, I have been set free from the bondage of sin and granted eternal life. Thank you for the immeasurable love you demonstrated through this incredible act of sacrifice. Lord, your forgiveness is beyond comprehension. You have washed away my sins and cast them as far as the east is from the west. 
I am amazed by your boundless mercy and the depths of your grace. I confess my shortcomings and failures before you, Lord, knowing that your forgiveness is abundant and everlasting. Thank you for the salvation I find in you alone. It is not by my own works or efforts, but solely by your grace. I am saved through faith in Jesus Christ. And I am eternally grateful for this incredible gift. Your grace sustains me, strengthens me, and gives me hope for the future. Father, help me to live in the fullness of your forgiveness and salvation. May your love and grace transform me from the inside out, shaping me into a reflection of your character. Give me a heart that extends forgiveness to others, just as you have forgiven me. I offer this prayer of thanksgiving and surrender to you, my loving Father. I give you all the praise and honour for your forgiveness through Jesus Christ and your salvation through grace. In his precious name I pray. Amen. So we've spoken about God's forgiveness. So now I'd just like to pick out some parts of the Bible that that talk about our forgiveness to each other here. And just before I pick out some verses, I just, as I reflect um, on on forgiveness and and the things that I've seen uh, in the world, I remember watching a video a few years ago where a man had murdered another man's whole family in America. And as the victim faced the murderer in court, he asked the judge if he could approach the murderer. And when the judge asked why he wanted to approach the murderer, the victim exclaimed, I want to give him a hug. And everyone gasped in the court. And so the judge granted his wish to give the murderer a hug. This man took his whole family. He took his whole family. And he gave, he gave him a hug and he said, I forgive you. I forgive you and God bless you. This man took everything away from this other man. And there wasn't one single part of this victim's heart that held on to any sort of resentment to this man. Sure, he was upset he lost his family. Sure, he would have been angry on the inside at this man. How could he take away my whole family? But because he believed so much in the word and the truth and the will of God, he couldn't find anything else in his heart but to forgive this man and give him a hug and to tell him that God loves him. And I just think that's incredible. Here's some verses from the Bible that talk about forgiveness. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32, it says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ 
God forgave you. In Matthew chapter 6, verses 14 and 15, it says, For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others of their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 13, it says, Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. In Luke chapter 6, verse 37, it says, Do not judge and you will not, you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. In Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 to 22, it says, Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. In Mark chapter 11, verse 25, it says, And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father in heaven may forgive your sins. In Psalms 103, verse 12, it says, As far as the east is from the west, so far he has removed our transgressions from us. And in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, it says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just, and will forgive our sins and purify us. From all unrighteousness. These verses highlight the importance of forgiving others if we have been forgiven by God. And the blessings that have come with forgiveness. They remind us to show kindness, compassion, and mercy to others, just as God has shown to us and He has promised us. If we can forgive those who do wrong by us, He will forgive us. If we can't find it in our hearts to forgive other people, he will not forgive us. Psalms 103 verses 10 to 12 says, He does not treat us in our sins. He does not treat us as our sins deserved or repay us according to our inequities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far he removed our transgressions from us. In Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18 it says, Come now, let us settle the matter. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are as red as crimson, they shall be like wool. In Micah Chapter 7, verses 18 to 19, it says, Who is a God like you who pardons sin and forgives the transgressions of the remnant of his inheritance? You do not stay angry forever, but delight to show mercy. You will again have compassion on us. You will tread our sins underfoot and hurl all our inequities into the depths of the sea. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7 says, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. 
In Psalms chapter 86, verse 5, it says, You, Lord, are forgiving and good, abounding in love to all who call to you. In Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 17b, it says, But you are forgiving God, gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. And finally, Isaiah chapter 43, verse 25 says, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sins no more. These verses emphasize God's willingness to forgive his abundant mercy and grace towards those who repent and seek his forgiveness. They reassure us that through Jesus Christ we can find redemption and have our sins completely wiped away, experiencing the depths of God's love and forgiveness. Brothers and sisters, I just would like to end today's podcast by saying if you are feeling convicted right now to give yourself to Jesus, to give your life to Jesus, if you believe that Jesus come down, was sent by God to come down and die on the cross for our sins and to be resurrected, please repent all your sins to our Lord. Ask for forgiveness. God will forgive you no matter how big or small your sins are the Bible states that if you believe if you confess if you repent you will be saved and you will have a place in heaven I just want to finish off now, as I always do, by letting you all know that if you have any issues in your life right now, anything holding you down, anything weighing you down, please just lift it up to our Lord and lay him at his feet because the burdens of this world are not ours to keep. They're not ours to keep. Ask him, Lord, take my troubles. I trust in you to set me on the right path. I trust in you to get me to where you intend me to go. This life isn't my own, but I surrender it to you. And I invite you to take the lead. Thank you for joining me today. I hope that you have all gotten something out of today's podcast. I will be uh, back again next Wednesday. Until then, you have been listening to the Born Again Club pod. I've been Troy Miller, and I will see you all, well, I will talk to you all next week.